0: Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you all so much for the blessed opportunity you've given us to be able to gather into your house and be able to study your word. Help us now as we get back into our studies on the book of Revelation. Thank you once again as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our Exploring the Word series in the book of Revelation, let's go to chapter 8. And here we see a seventh seal. And the opening of this seventh seal actually reveals the seven trumpet judgments that will start to kick in during the first half of the tribulation time. As it reads here in Revelation chapter 8. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. You wonder why was there silence? It was kind of like the way we do a moment of silence memorial, but also a moment of reverence for what is about to happen. It's about to break out. The the judgments of the tribulation time, the trumpet judgments, and then the bowl judgments and so forth are about to begin. So that's why this moment of silence. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets, And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth, And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. Thought all the prayers of all the saints of all time. That's what he's speaking of here, being put in that censer and cast to the earth. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. So the very first chaotic event or hardship that is a reference to these trumpets is this kind of like what come down upon Sodom and Gomorrah. Fire and brimstone. Well, this is fire and hail and blood mingled in with it. A lot of speculation about the blood. Is it actual blood? Is it just look like blood? And that's what John is describing it as. Whatever it is, it's a horrible thing, and it winds up killing a third of the plants and so forth. So that's the crops, the fruit trees. So the hardship's are beginning. Starvation's going to start kicking in. Difficulty in trade and so forth. Verse 2. And the second angel sounded, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. So there goes your fish, third part of the sea becoming as blood, or becoming blood. An interesting note here, you see sometimes it says, as it were, a great mountain, meaning it looked like or as it was, because... He didn't describe a meteor, that word wasn't used back then, but it sounds like a great meteor that came down that the Lord used and it poisoned the water. Was it actual blood or did it just turn red as blood? We don't know. It doesn't say it became as blood, it said became blood. So it may have actually been true blood. Verse nine. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. I've heard people say that the beginning of the tribulation is the first half of the tribulation is not very bad. Well, in comparison to the second half, you might say that, but all this sounds pretty bad, the things that are going to be going on in that first three and a half years. Verse ten. And a third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven. There again, a great star from heaven, it's a meteor, burning as it were a lamp. Because as meteors come into the atmosphere, they burn like the lamp, fire from them, from burning up the combustible material within them and the gases. Burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers. And upon the fountains of waters, the fountains of waters. Therefore, your fresh drinking waters being poisoned. The rivers are being polluted. Horrible times. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Wormwood actually means bitter. And if you go back to look at various languages in Russian or Ukrainian, the word wormwood means, is translated as Chernobyl. Chernobyl, years back, if you remember, there was a nuclear power plant that melted down and caused a lot of radiation to be exposed. That area is still polluted and can't be occupied because the level of radiation is still there. So many have speculated that this is actually a clue given to us with the word wormwood, seeing with Chernobyl. Is it possibility that this meteor that comes down and strikes the earth pollutes the earth with radiation, polluting all of this from that radiation that would come out, you drink that water, bitter, poisonous, maybe full of radiation. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise." Now this is because of all the pollution in the air, all the gases, all the fumes, all the sediments coming up from all this chaotic event. It's going to be like horrible smoke, and. Pollution in the air that's going to dim the sun and the moon and the stars. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Woe, woe, woe. Three more judgments. And just talking about the magnitude and the intensity of these next three. You think the first were bad, the next three are even worse. Whoa, 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 because here it comes. Rolling right into chapter 9. And the fifth angel sounded, identifying an angel sounding, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. So another meteor striking the earth, cracking the earth, opening it up. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Not to the star, but to the angel was given the key. So you have a star and you have an angel, the star being a meteor striking the earth. And he opened the bottomless pit, the angel opened it. Now, some have speculated that this angel that is open in this is actually a demon. But no, this is an angel of the Lord, not of Satan. And there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. In other words, the lost. Those that have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior are going to be stung by these insect-like creatures that he gets into describing here. It reads, And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was the torp- torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. I hear that being stung by a scorpion is very, very painful. And this is going to be even worse because of this intensity of everything else is going on. And be able to be tormented for five months sounds pretty horrible. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. Notice, as gold or as Faces of men, it looked and appeared. So John's describing these things with what things he can understand and what he's seeing and so forth. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. Pretty vicious looking critters. Now it doesn't say how big these things are. Are they the size of what we consider a grasshopper or even a scorpion? Or are they bigger? Are they big as a dog or are they big as an elephant? We don't know. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. If you've ever heard a recording or actually been within an area of a swarm of locusts that we know of, grasshoppers, that you have some overseas, been exposed to these great swarms, you can actually hear them. And then if you've been around here where we have the cicadas, which we call seven-year locusts or 14-year locusts, but they're not a true locust, they're a cicada. They make a horrible noise. As it continues, And they had tails like unto two scorpions. And there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. There again, an ability to sting. So if you looked at, well, speaking of the cicada, if you look at a cicada that we have around here that we call a locust, it comes in, makes a lot of noise, tears up a lot of stuff. They got, the, the females have a what is like a stinger, but it's actually a piercing tail that they puncture into the bark of the trees and plant their eggs in there. So these creatures here have a stinger like that because if you to take a cicada and actually grab one and squash it, you can push it out and you can find and see that it's like a little spike, big thorn like, and that's what they drive into the tree bark and plant their eggs. Usually do it close to the tips of the branches, and it causes the branch to die, and it it falls off and it hits the ground, and then those. Eggs hatch out, and you got the larvas and you got those grub worms. You find grub worms in your garden; those are the baby cicadas in their grub state. So, these creatures are could be very similar to what creatures we have on the planet today, but given this extra abilities and instructions. In verse eleven, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is. Abeddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. Now, this angel, Apollyon, means the destroyer. Now we know we go back to Exodus, and we see during the Exodus of the Passover, right at the end of the, the time before they left Egypt and started their journey to the promised land, the last judgment to come upon Egypt was the angel of death come through and and killed the firstborn of all the animals and all the people that did not have the blood over the lentil and so forth. And he was the angel of death that come through. So this is an angel that is called the destroyer. Is it the same angel that did that back at Exodus? We don't know. But some have said this is a demon and not an angel. Well, no, I believe this is an angel that was appointed for this task, appointed by the Lord to do this. Why would Satan appoint one of his to stir up things and cause more trouble when he's trying to rule and reign with his new government and new monetary system and new world one one world religion that he's done established? He wouldn't want to stir up trouble in that manner or kill the people that he's wanting to worship him. So this is most likely an angel of the Lord that has been given his task, not an angel of Satan. As it continues, One woe is past. And behold, there come two woes more hereafter. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates, And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year, for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were two hundred thousand thousand. And I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them. Having breastplates of fire, and of jaseth, and of and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. Now, this number that he gives, where he says here, two hundred thousand thousand, and if you translate that. That is 200 million, and they were on horses. So is he saying there were 200 million horses? He doesn't say there was 200 million horses, but he says these were riding horses. Because if you look today, it's estimated that there's only 60 million horses on the entire planet today. So where did all these horses come from? Well, where did all this army come from? What are they riding? What are they doing? What kind of an army is this? And they're slaughtering a lot of people. This judgment is coming. We don't have a lot of information on this. We don't have a lot of even comments in the commentaries. People are so confused on this army that's rising up and doing this that they they don't dare even comment on it. This is a great illustration of how there are going to be things going on during the tribulation time that we cannot understand. That it will only be revealed to the people at the right time and maybe even only while it's happening. As it continues. By these three... Was the third part of of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths, so not normal existence here because being able to spew out this reads for their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were likened to serpents and had heads. And with them, they do hurt. Many have speculated that this is actually speaking of a military implement of some sort. That this is possibly a similar to a helicopter that has missile launchers that are mounted near the tail of the helicopter. And the noises and so forth, even going back with the scorpions. Are these descriptions that John had done based on things that he knew and understood because he'd never seen a helicopter? he never seen a, a drone. he never seen the kind of war tools that they have today. So is that possibly these things that are going on? Are they real and living creatures? Or is this descriptions of War that's going on. As it continues. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not. See, the purpose of these plagues is to get them to repent, but they're repenting not. Repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk, neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Still just a defiant, rambunctious, rebellious bunch, that even going through all this, knowing where it's coming from, still will not repent and turn from their evil ways. All right, let's roll on into chapter 10 here. An interesting one here, which gives us some more insight on why there are things that we don't know. In chapter 10, "...and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was about his head, and his face was as it were the sun." and his feet as pillars of fire and he had in his hand a little book open and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth and cried with a loud voice as it were a lion roaring roars and when he had cried seven thunders uttered their voices and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices i was about to write And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. It wasn't time to be revealed. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are therein, and the earth and the things that... Therein are, and the sea, and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. That doesn't mean that the end of time is here at this point. It means time is up. The next step to kick in. This time no longer means it is appropriate time to begin the next stage. You know, time's up. Let's go to the next move. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared to his servants, the prophets. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up. And it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. Which is an interesting concept there. As you eat that, as you take it in, sweet as honey. But once it goes in, it's bitter in your belly. This can even be compared to what we have in the Word of God that we can study. There's many things in here that are sweet, that are really precious and we cherish and we really enjoy as we've taken it in. But as we get it all the way in, then we realize there are others out there that have not taken it in, that will suffer an eternity in a lake of fire. That's what makes it bitter within us. Sweet because we have accepted it and know what we have looked forward to, but at the same time bitter because of those that will not have what we have looked forward to. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. The prophecies, the things that will be revealed, the things that are in that little book. That little book will be prophecies that will be revealed to the people during the tribulation time. Because as he said up there about sealing that up, not he was writing that down. But he says, seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered and write them not. Because there are things that are not for us to know yet. There are mysteries, just like he referred to the mysteries of the prophets on up there. And there are things that are going to happen during the tribulation time that we don't know about. There are things going to happen between now and the tribulation time that we don't have full understanding of or don't really know about. As we grow, as we can mature as Christians, he reveals more and more to us because then we can handle it. Because some of the stuff, if we knew it, it would be so bitter that we couldn't handle it. So as we grow, we can... Appreciate the Word of God that much more and have a clearer understanding of what it is about and what is going to happen. And as the times change, the revelation is more and more revealed. Closer we get to it, the more understanding that there is of the Word of God, especially the prophecies of the things to come. And we clearly see that there are many evidences of the fulfillment of the prophecies and the things that we go on as we study here, the the things the Antichrist is going to try to do and, and is doing, that things that have been going on in recent years are preparing the ground. It is plowing the ground, getting the soil ready for the crops. It is setting the stage. It is building the foundation so that those things that are going to happen during a tribulation time will be able to easily be implemented, that the people will even have the attitudes of submissiveness that the Antichrist will need. We've seen that on display in recent years, the submissiveness of the people to be guided by fear, and that will be used during a tribulation time. The one world government, the one world monetary system, the one world religion... All of that will be presented as a form of peace to the people. And being able to buy, sell, and trade, take this mark of the beast, it'll be easy, that a way to keep all your records just like we have today, we have the technology. There's even being implemented, already been being implemented in various places. The implant of the little microchips, where you can go in and you walk in the door of a store and that chip is scanned on your way in and you just gather up whatever you need and you take it out because every one of those items has a little chip on it and you go out the door and it rings it up and puts it on your account which your account is recorded in that chip on your wrist or implanted in somewhere else today we have it in a little card you see the the credit cards are changing they're pro- progressing now there's a tiny little gold chip on that card which is what it scans when you plug that thing into the card the, the credit card reader and that technology is here to have something that small that can have your entire record on your medical record your financial records even your 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 record of compliance can even be on that are you a good citizen or a bad citizen all that can be recorded on that and monitored and be read from a distance so the government has the technology right now to install and implement all these things that are going to be needed to have that tribulation time of that one world government, one world monetary system, one world religion and be fully dependent upon the government for everything. The stage is set. It's inspiring how soon all this could kick right in. Rapture us out of here and then all this other stuff happen. Looking forward to the rapture. Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you all so much for what you revealed us. Help us to utilize it properly. Help us to use it to help others also, to caution them, to let them know that the seasons are changing, the seasons are here, the time is here. They need to get things right before all this kicks in. We truly thank you for all that you have blessed us with. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Thank y'all.